You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome back to the Horny Housewife Podcast. It's me, Jordan. When I look at my notes app and I see like topics, like things I'll just write down, I the first thing I have is dry January sucks dick. <laughs> kind of does. Is anyone else doing dry January? Why do we do this? Like, who do we fucking think we are? No one gives a fuck, by the way. I mean, I guess we do. We're being intentional. We're being healthy. I mean, you know, we're not poisoning ourselves for 30 days. Sounds good for the bod. Chicken soup for the soul. Does anybody remember chicken soup for the fucking soul? That just came to me organically. That was not on the topics. (laughs) I read all of those. That's a symptom of a lost girl, (laughs) if I've ever seen one. Or not a lost girl, but a girl with a lot of a big feelings. You had big feelings. I wept onto those pages. Wept. What a nerd. Chicken soup for the preteen soul. Chicken soup for the teen soul. Chicken soup for the dog lover soul. There were so many of them. Jesus. Were, did they, were those made up stories? Were those real? I feel like they were. some of those were fucking made up. This is too niche, so we're going to move on. But back to dry Jan. What am I doing, right? I last year I was fuck you all, ha ha ha, dry January, have fun, being bored, bye. Mommy's getting an espresso martini. And for some reason, here I am withholding. I'm I'm gonna confess. I'm gonna confess that I did go to the nail salon and I completely forgot. <laughs> completely forgot. And when they brought over, they're like, mimosa? I'm like, sure. And it was in a child's Dixie cup, okay? Don't even get me started on my nail salon, my recent, the last three experiences at this nail salon. I'm done. Three strikes and you're out. Mommy's gone. Uh, but yeah, anyways, they gave me a Dixie cup, a swallow of a mimosa. And once I felt that burn of the champagne, I go, oh my God, <laughs> It was dry January, (laughs) but no worries. No worries. I didn't, you know, like say, fuck it and go grab a bottle of wine. (laughs) I immediately resumed and was like, oh shit. Mind my P's and Q's. I didn't tell Derek (laughs) because he'd be like, you broke it. You fucked. So that's between me and you. If you only knew how much I go back and forth of wishing my husband listened to the podcast to thanking God, praise be that he doesn't listen to the podcast. And while sometimes I'm wildly butthurt that he doesn't want to hear my profound message to the people, (laughs) 
I also understand that I talk a lot and that can be annoying. And when he gets home, he ta- he has to talk a lot at his work and has to talk to other people a lot. So I understand that he doesn't want to get home and hear a motor mouth. And sometimes he does. So bless his loving soul. Bless his loving soul. I can understand why he doesn't want to leave and get into the car to put my voice on. That's his podcast time, his drive to work and his drive back. He really doesn't listen to, or he'll listen to a book, but he's not a big podcast listener. Shocking, right? He's behind. He doesn't have social media. He's not with it in that way. And, you know, there are a lot of pros to that for me. I personally benefit from this. So we let it, we let it rest. We let it be. This is authentically who he is. I didn't meet him and be like, can I feel to me? I wasn't a psycho bitch. I, uh, he never, he didn't have any. And so mommy found a needle in a haystack. I do want to like add a little note to the end of that and say, just because a man doesn't have social media, is it an automatic green flag? You have to actually sniff it out because he could be a serial killer. So, you know, uh, a man that you would really, really expect to have social media. If you knew my husband, you wouldn't expect him to be engaging on social media. You would That would make sense. But you're like, oh, he doesn't have it. He has three families probably. So don't want to confuse anyone. Okay. Okay. What's this episode about? Hmm? Jordy Cakes, tell us. Today, the five types of sex toys you need. You got to have, better be in the collection. Do you have this type of sex toy? Not specific to this brand or this one. You have to have this one. No, I'll give you suggestions. Of course, I'll tell you the solids in my book and some other options. I'm going to give you options. So you have more than one type to choose from because some do different things. Some have different features and there's Different toys for different girlies' needs. You like direct stimulation? Do you like indirect stimulation? Are we focused on the clit? Are we looking for a couple's toy? So get your notepads out. Mommy's locked and loaded and ready to fire off this good, good. You're welcome. Also, listener questions, they're good. We've got a wife whose husband's a little vanilla, you know, no oral, no anal, no oral about took me fucking out. So stay tuned for that one. A husband whose wife is going through menopause, all these menopause questions, I'm on it. I'm getting a guest that's going to help us. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. He and his wife haven't had sex for eight months. We have a lot to talk about. And lastly, a man who is not experienced and he is worried about his upcoming sexual experience and the fact that she has had other sexual partners. He's worried, is she comparing him to them, etc.? So we're setting him straight. Before we dive on in, a moment of silence for sleeping with my boss and his sons. The latest, hottest, juiciest Patreon series. Ninety-eight percent of the Patreons, the Patreon, the patrons. I always fuck that word up. Are like, keep going, keep going. All the parts, all the arts, and then there's the scragglers who are like, the build up in the middle is kind of boring. You're not there for the for the writing. You're not there for the writing, are you? That's fine. 
that's fine. I mean, I love the story. We're invested as a whole, as a community, we're invested. For the others, I, of course, don't just upload the next parts. I do a new story. So I'm making sure we got fresh, fresh meat, fresh genres coming in hot, and we continue on. We're at part 11 and 12, or no, 12 and 13 (laughs) will be next week. I think we just did 10 and 11. Correct, right? Right, right. And she find, she's about to get fucked by the sun now, okay? Dimitri, that fuckboy, scoundrel, dominant, sexy man. I have a whole image of him in my head. If you're not a part of the Patreon community, I'm sorry that you are feeling left out, but link in the episode not nuts. See where my head's at. Notes, notes, patreon.com forward slash the horny housewife podcast. Join it. You can preview the story, like click play, listen to it. Oh, you're going to get sucked in, bitch. You will be a patron before you know it. It's a great foreplay tool, I must say. Definitely gets the juices flowing. Gets the juices flowing. Wifey, you can listen to it. Like when your husband says he's on his way home from work, be like, you listen to it on your drive home. I'll listen to it while you're on your way home. And then the sexual tension is going to be tensing. Okay? And I won't be surprised if y'all rip each other's clothes off later. And role play. And you're Madeline and he's Dimitri. Just saying. Oh my gosh, speaking of role play, I cannot commence the episode. We cannot go forward without this follow-up. I remember there was a listener question recently, was it last week? I'm not sure, week before. And someone was like, I feel silly about role play. I want to do where we meet out in public and I'm so-and-so and he's so-and-so. And how do we do that without feeling silly? And I gave my response of the mindset I think you should approach when doing something like this. And then I asked if people could write in and share their experiences in role play. And I got a good one and I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds so sexy, sign me up. So I'm going to paraphrase from memory what he said because I can't find the email. Don't hate me, DM something. Jesus, I can't find it. He said that he took his wife's phone one time and deleted all of their messages and changed his name in her phone to something else, someone from high school, something, okay? And texted her and was like, hey, it's so-and-so. I'm in town. It's been a while. Like we went to high school together. I got your number one time. Something along the sorts of that. And she played along. And then he asked her out. And they went in separate cars to wherever they were and stuck with it. And she said, At the end, she was like, want to come back to my, quotes place. And then he he said they had crazy passionate sex. So it sounds like couples are making it happen without even breaking character. I mean, do they deserve an Oscar? I don't know. Are there giggles in between? I don't know. But it ended in good hot sex. So may this be encouragement to you all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your favorite part of the show. Listener questions. Starting off with question number one. My wife and I, 24 years, haven't had sex in over eight months. We talked about this and my frustrations with it, and she said she understood. I went to touch her crotch a few days later, and she pushed my hand away saying, Ew, I'm in menopause. It's icky down there. I looked on Google (laughs) how long menopause would last, and it said 7 to 14 years. Um, dot, dot, dot. So, dot, dot, dot. Can you give me some clarity on this? Is it that long? How long of that would we not be able to have sex or her pussy be icky? Is this just an excuse because her libido is in a coma? Okay. I think your best bet is to... There has to be a conversation, but I think you need to educate yourself more on what she's going through than just taking a blanket answer on Google and, you know, Beducated could be a really good resource for you both and maybe enable you to, to be able to watch something, learn something, digest something, come up with questions. It'll spark a conversation for sure. And then it takes the pressure off of like just going cold into this combo and not knowing where to lead it, take it, guide it, because you both don't know. So Beducated, mm, wonderful for that. And there's plenty of mismatched libido and many courses, I think, that could apply to your situation. But before that, right, for your sake, for you and for her sake, because this is what's impacting it, I don't know how you got to touching her crotch. And, you know, I love when my husband touches my crotch. I had an interview with Susan Bratton the other day, and she's like, no woman, you should listen to that one if you haven't. Any men listening, if you haven't listened to the most recent episode with Susan in it, because she's in two, but the most recent one, you have to. I'm urging you to, please go listen to it. You're welcome. But anyways, she was like, no woman wants to be grabbed by the pussy. Your wife doesn't. That's not how she wants foreplay to be initiated. And I remember thinking when she just blurted out the no one wants to be grabbed by the pussy. I'm like, you know what? There are those bitches because sometimes I can be one of them where, you know what? That is exactly what I want to be manhandled. But you know what? I would probably not want that. I definitely wouldn't want that if I felt zero connection, if I felt not seen whatsoever. In fact, like that, I know how that feels to go, oh my gosh, I literally see my libido. I've had this issue in my marriage that I've had to work through, uh, not be as strong as it normally is because I don't feel seen or I don't feel heard. And I'm like literally have a physical reaction. So without bringing that to light, without going, okay, you know what? This is not working. Like I'm not feeling the resolution or whatever it is I need to be able to get connected, which ladies, you'd be surprised at how much of it is on you too. Like you have to consciously do some shit that doesn't, that you don't really feel like doing in the moment. 
if for the sake of your relationship. And it doesn't mean he doesn't have to change shit and do things differently and learn, which is a process, is a process, is a journey. But this could go on and on and on. To this listener, I'm getting the vibe. She may not want to be, you know, like a crotch touch if there is a lot missing. And maybe there's a chance, I don't know, because I'm going off of such little context. I don't know your marriage that she doesn't really think that you have any idea of what she's going through or going on. How are y'all dating each other? Are you dating her? Are you pursuing her? Do you know what's going on in her life? Like what is, is that how you discovered that she's going through menopause? Because then I, I would make sure that she knows you deeply care about what's going on in her life. And if she thinks that everything you're saying is only because you want to get your dick wet. You know, you have to be consistent and keep showing up and be willing to put in some work that doesn't equal like work equals your nut for that day. Like really be willing to see her, learn her, get her to put her fucking wall down, be patient, be patient and look like big, big picture, which, you know, you've gone eight months. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've been, I've been holding out, waiting. It's been eight fucking months. I am sure that is so frustrating. I can't imagine. And I'm sure there's so many reasons why this happens. And regardless of the reason, it feels like shit, right? It's a sucky feeling. It can be for both people, a helpless, hopeless feeling And I'd be lying to say I even knew the extent of it. But what I do know as a woman, like I can't speak on her behalf specifically, but she, there's a good chance she doesn't feel like you know what's going on and, or she doesn't feel open to getting intimate with you. Because even if like shit was going weird down there, if you feel close to your partner, if you, you know, feel safe with them and that's your person, for me, it's like I would I discuss when things are the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, I you know what? I don't go poop in front of my husband because I think that's ladylike. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that they're like, I poop, fart, do it all. And you know what? He still wants to fuck me all the time. So I feel like the fact that it's just kind of a push you away, maybe she's an avoidant personality type, or maybe she doesn't feel comfortable sharing those things with you. Maybe she's afraid that you'll be grossed out so she feels insecure. So I think affirming her and really letting her know you have an interest in what's going on in her life and that you want to get on the track to real meaningful intimacy that where you both feel loved, you both feel seen and connected. You miss that. You miss that part of your relationship because you said eight months. So that meant, I don't know what the frequency was beforehand, but She has to know that you are aware that there's a disconnect and you think that it's only going to get worse if you don't do something about it. So you said she understood, but say, now what? Now what do we do? Because I'm watching it slip away and I feel like I'm holding on to something that isn't holding on back. You could write that down actually. So see what she says. I mean, who knows what's going on with her beyond that? It could just be indeed that, but... I promise you it's going to make her feel some type of way hearing from her husband that you deeply care about what is going on and you want to be there for her. So 
I don't even think I answered your question. Like literally seven minutes, seven and a half fucking minutes. But I think there's so many men that can relate to this question. So it had to be answered, guys. It had to be answered properly. But you asked what, how long it is. I think you continue, continue your Google search. Read up a little more. I mean... Next time you're at the doctor, ask him, be like, what to expect? I guarantee you on the fucking internet, there are many articles for men, for men that are thinking in the same terms as you are and are like, what's going on? And how can I get answers? I'm sure there's a forum. I'm sure there's a support group. I wouldn't be. <laughs> but just read up more. Read up more. I bet there's a podcast a good one. You need a woman and a man's perspective. You need a woman because she's the one actually going fucking through it. And so maybe someone who's been on the other side of it, like who's through it on later in life that has some wisdom she can shed so that you can survive and hell with the proper care on her end. Like I'm sure it's a hormone journey. Okay. And it is. It is. And you've got to figure that shit out. And I'm sure she would appreciate patience on your end. But if the connection is there, then the desire for intimacy will be there and you can get creative. So best of luck to you, sir. Wow. I think that one was a record, but a very common question that I get. So I said my piece. Question number two. Hi, Jordan. My husband of 11 years and I have a pretty good sex life, especially in the past year where quantity and quality has increased a lot. We have tried new things, but even after asking for it a few times, he won't give me oral or anal. He is a very vanilla husband and I'm discovering that I am a lot more in my sexy kinky era. What's a wife got to do to get eaten, pounded more, and potentially questioning getting it done by someone else as a part of a swinging thing? Thanks. Okay. Well, I have a lot of follow-up questions because what do you mean you're questioning getting it done by someone else as part of a swinging thing? So does that mean, I'm assuming, just how you said it, that that y'all have discussed that or you mean like you're going to ask him if you can do a swinging thing because you think it's fair? Like I have so many follow-up questions. Like that was, that's a big one because then I don't think he's like super vanilla if he's like down to like swap you, swap <laughs> with you. But it seems like he has some personal boundaries or like where he draws the line and I am upset for you in regards to the oral one. Bummer, bummer. And you know what? We need to talk to him. Okay. <laughs> I need to, I have a, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. I have so many. Is this in general? Is he just not like, does he say he just doesn't like going down on women period? That is almost offensive. <laughs> it's almost offensive. It's like when a woman says she she won't go down on a man. I think like girly girl, girly girl, girl, that you you gotta suck it up. You gotta that. I know that sounds terrible, but I think the same exact way for the men. Like shut the fuck up, okay? No. We are on earth. I, I know in the grand scheme of things, a short time, but you know, you got 
let's hope 80. Okay. I think that's optimistic, but how many of those are fucking years? And this is a person that like, hopefully you're having sex with people you want to have sex with. And so unless there was a hygiene thing, right? Something just like, ugh. I mean, just being honest, I think that goes both ways. Bad hygiene is not sexy. And sometimes for us ladies, we have a lot more to learn because guys have a stick and we have this like Petri dish cave hole. Okay. We have a lot going on down there. And so we have to really take care of it because there's a whole pH balance that we can't throw off. And there's all these products marketed to us, like douching and shoving shit up your vagina to clear it out. Just leave that alone. Leave it alone. Anything I recommend to put on your pussy, by the way, I am very mindful of the ingredients. I would never push push something that is just filled with shit, filler, chemicals. Just had to throw that in there. I would never. And those are my thoughts on his oral refusal. I haven't helped you in any form or fashion thus far. The anal, I want to know why. I want to know why. Like, have you gotten a rundown of his entire childhood in great detail? I just need to know all of the things. Is this just a preference thing? He doesn't want to put his dick in your bottle. Is he like, it's an exit only? Does he feel great shame? Was he raised in a very religious household? I'm just, all the questions flooding me. Feel free to follow up. (laughs) Back to the question. You said yourself that the quality and the quantity have improved. So let's count our blessings. And I think with maybe some, I know the second time I've mentioned it, but it is a fabulous resource educated or just, you know, going down the rabbit hole, having conversations about what you like, what you don't like, explore more. Now, at the end of the day, if you just naturally have a higher drive, stronger curiosity in regards to the subject more than he does, then, you know, that's what it is. You're not going to like morph him. You could educate him and y'all can learn together and he can really find out things that he never even knew he was into. But as far as like the drive, the hunger, the need, you can't give that to him, right? And you know, for us control freaks, like that, it is hard. Like I can relate, I'm a control freak. That can be hard to accept because you feel like, no, I can change this. I somehow could change this. And on the other side though, medically you could find out his testosterone levels. Not that his testosterone levels have anything to do with his preferences. Like he's not going to, oh, he's got low testosterone. Let's get him some, oh my God, he wants a butthole. Like that's not going to happen. But if frequency ever became an issue, just really lack of drive and you saw, you know, symptoms of low T across the board. I just like to mention that because an aging man, something to think about. Now to the last part of the question, I don't even know how to answer you because if y'all are both game for that and he's like, you know what, babe, like I doesn't bother me at all. Like we are tight. You feel like you really are connected across the board, the communications there, the conflict resolutions there, the boundaries are there. Then who am I to say you shouldn't, right? The more power to you, y'all do you and God bless you. Okay, before we get to our next question, I want to tell you at home, in the car, wherever the fuck you are listening, that if you have a listener question, 
right on in, baby. You can slide in my DMs at underscore the horny housewife pod or send in truly anonymously whatever you want to ask at my website, www.thehornyhousewifepodcast.com. And there's a little tab or you can scroll down and ask anonymously. Okay. Back to the questions. Hi, Jordan. Love the podcast and thanks for all the episodes. I'm a college student who is about to have sex with this girl I've been talking to. She told me that she has slept with two other guys and I'm a virgin. I can't stop worrying about my penis size and if it'll be big enough, better than them. I'm kind of freaking out. So any tips to not worry and just make it a good first time would really help. Okay. I think you should masturbate a lot before you hang out with her. (laughs) Just kidding. But maybe like once or twice. What if that was like terrible advice and he does this and then he like can't get it up or something. Okay. We need a blue chew chewable and you jack off twice. Am I setting this man up for something? (laughs) Need a Viagra and a solo sesh beforehand and you got this. I'm just kidding. Okay. The mental aspect, stop mind fucking yourself. What I just did just now, kind of sending you into a spiral of anxiety. Don't do that to yourself. We need to affirm you, bad boy. First of all, she wants to fuck you. She is not going into this. If she likes you, y'all are talking and you're like, I know she wants it. Okay. And so I'm going to give it to her. She wants it for a reason. And I'm just going to go back to my younger days. And you know what? I slept with a lot of guys with a really small dick. That's unfortunate. Like that's a sad statement to say. But there were like definitely like three or four really tiny, really tiny ones. I can remember being like, huh. And (laughs) all the men listening are probably like, what the fuck? No, but really it didn't matter. It wasn't like that was something that made me like them any less. One of the times it it did make me like him less. But you know, one of the times, and it was like, I think the smallest I'd ever been with. He was such a passionate lover, very enthusiastic and creative and not bad at working it and doing what he had to do. He was experienced. And so, like I've said, Size is not the end-all be-all. There's such thing as too big and there's such thing as too small in a woman's mind. And maybe that's like pathetic to some people, but I'm just telling the truth. That is, that's the truth. So swallow it down. To this listener, you have got to not give a fuck about the other two guys she slept with. She hasn't slept with that many guys. And it sounds like y'all are young and that this is just a part of life and an experience you're going to have. And one day you're going to look back and be like, that was an experience that I had to go through and it's going to go great or maybe not great. And whatever it is, you'll survive. You'll live. The worst that could happen is maybe it went too quickly, which is definitely not the end of the world. Lots of women take it as a compliment. Okay. Just make sure you're a giver and prioritizing her pleasure and do whatever you need to with your mouth, your fingers, your dick, all of it. And then no one's going to care about when you came as long as she walks away from that having received massive amounts of pleasure. I feel like massive was the wrong word to use for this one. Some pleasure. Okay. Just be a giver, be a lover. Comparison is the thief of joy. 
she's going to be too worried about what you think of her naked and all the other things girls think about. She is not going to be thinking about, you know what? Tommy's dick was a little bit girthier before. Oh, Tommy didn't kiss me like that. Unless she is going to marry Tommy and she's over here having revenge sex. She's not thinking that. Okay. She likes you. She's talking to you. Believe in yourself. And you know what? She can sniff out the insecurity. So where you could go wrong, where this experience could, here's me helping you spiral, where it could go bad is you being such an insecure puss that it's just awkward, uncomfortable, and it's just not a sexy vibe. So you need to look in the mirror and talk yourself up, okay? Say, I'm a sexy motherfucker who's going to fuck the shit out of her or make sweet love. You know, you could, those are interchangeable. She is talking to you for a reason and clearly you know she wants it. So have a great time. Life is short. Akuna Matata, be a big boy. Love the horny housewife. Okay, best of luck. Be yourself. Be the guy that she started to like and wanted to fuck. Be him. You got this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, get your notes app out or just copy and paste from the episode notes. The episode notes is the answer to all your problems. If we've chatted about it, Somewhere in there is going to guide you. Worst case, you DM me, Instagram, at underscore the horny housewife podcast, and I will try to help. I will do my bestest. Okay, kicking it off. I'll just say, personally, love my drawer toys, and I've gotten to try a lot of toys. Some toys to me have been shit, not shit, but gimmicky or just really underwhelming Or maybe it's just not the toy for me. And I think that everybody's body is different. Everybody's clit is different. We all have different preferences. And so I am going to go over five toys that I think we could all, all of us girlies, I think could benefit from having all five (laughs) in our stash, picking one in each category. It's basically what they are is five categories, types of toys, especially the couples ones, because I'm going to enlighten you on some of these toys have more uses than you would be aware of. And maybe you're using the toy wrong or you didn't know it was for this. Like I learned something from this course about toys that I have in my drawer and I am missing out on them. So maybe you'll be like me, you'll be surprised or you'll be inclined to try something that before you really didn't have interest in. Okay, kicking it off. First 
type of toy you need. All the ladies need, guys. You need to be using it on her. I'm going to tell you how you can use it. A wand. So I was never interested in a wand. I don't know why they just look so like like a neck massager that doesn't even feel good to use on your neck. And there, when I had ever held or seen one in real life, they're still like heavy and clunky and it's kind of big and intimidating. And if you didn't know, I'm going to inform you that they are not for penetration. And actually my favorite way to use my wand is mid afternoon with my full set of clothes on. Okay. (laughs) Literally you can keep like, doesn't matter if you have thick, thick pants on. The wand is going to do its goddamn job. (laughs) So again, not for penetration. The motor is actually in that head, like in the big round bulbous head. You know what a wand looks like. And it doesn't just stimulate the clit. It stimulates your entire vulva and shit like wherever else you want it to stimulate. Wand massages are a thing. And I watched a video, a girl showing how you can use the wand all over your body. And I was eager to try, eager to try. Ladies that have never had an orgasm or it's really, really hard for you to have an orgasm, you must, you have to have a wand. I'm insisting, I'm urging, I'm forcing, okay? I am trying my best, peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. A wand can change that for you. If you feel disconnected to your body, if you're just not feeling sexual, wand is a great way to wake the pussy up, wake the body up, really get those nerve endings going. So one way you can use a wand Say I'm sitting on the couch, leaned back comfortably. I can hold my wand by the handle and I can place the head of it right on my vulva and let it do its job. I can manipulate the handle because the head is very flexible however I want, depending on how much friction I want. But as you will see, I'm a friction girly and I don't have to like it against my clit. But sometimes I do like to. Also, another way, if you want hands-free access, same position, just sitting down, laying back, gripping it in between your legs, handle upright, just push, and hand-free to do whatever you want. Caress, pull, tug, pinch. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time or you follow me on social media, you know my favorite wand is the Vim wand. You can get it on Fun Factory. I will put that link. I'll also link the Magic Wand. That's a big seller as well. Uh, That one's on Love Honey. But if you were on lovehoney.com and you just typed in wand or any of the toys that I'm going to continue talking about, you will find multiple options to choose from, read reviews. And I say, take it a step further and go read reviews elsewhere. Like look up, not just on where they sell, but to see people's feedback. I like the Vim wand because it's significantly lighter than any wand on the market. That's what makes it like revolutionary. It's so lightweight. Most wands are like pretty clunky and heavy in my opinion. And it's this one is so shockingly light and still so, so powerful. It also 
It's rechargeable, so there's no like cord plug-in I need. It's super flexible, so max friction. I can use it anywhere, my neck, my back. You can lay on your wand, like put it in certain positions to really put the pressure on a certain part of your back for a wand massage. And the Vim allows me to change the setting so I have different patterns of the vibrations, or I can do continuous vibration at different intensities. So I really, really, really like it. Like no lie, no joke. If I had to pick any vibrator to take with me, like a bullet, a rabbit, whatever, I would be taking the Vim wand. I feel like it solves all the problems. You are going to have an orgasm. (laughs) The only con could be getting addicted to it. Like that, that's the only problem is getting your little clit hooked on the wand. So easy does it, easy does it. The next toy I'm going to talk about is a rabbit. And in this course, I did learn like a little history and it was saying that these came on the market 1983, originated in Japan and it kind of looked like a bunny because the part that stimulated the clit had these two little ear looking things. (laughs) The clit stimulator resembled rabbit ears or the little balls at the end. Nowadays, rabbits look like a variation of things. And I wouldn't even look at it and say a rabbit. Basically, it has a part that's inserted in you and then another part, whether it's in two pieces, one ribbed, zigzag, straight, curved, that is for clitoral stimulation. I think they got the name from the shape and from the original story that I didn't finish in which back in that time, the obscenity, the obscenity laws, like things being too graphic, vulgar, some companies, they were really strict with them and they had to get this product in where they wanted it. And so they made them super colorful and neon and in shapes of animals so that they looked more like cutesy instead of like a big silicone dick, veiny dick. And they loved it. And they were like, these are marketed for women, cutesy and pleasurable. And it worked. And it kicked off the rabbit revolution. If you're new to sex toys, if you're like little vanilla with sex toys, I think a rabbit is your first, like, this is what you got to get your first real big girl sex toy. Like I said earlier, just go to love, honey, type in rabbit. You will get so so, so many. I put a couple in the episode notes that are my favorite and that I love. The Happy Rabbit from Love Honey, really, really good. They have another one that's like black and 50 shades of gray themed and it's more expensive and the exact same thing. So you can just get the regular one unless you're some big 50 shades of gray fan or you just really love the color black in that case. Do you? Amazing. Also, Fun Factory has a couple that I really like, actually. Lady Buy and Miss Buy. The only difference is that they are different lengths. I prefer the longer one. And oh, the girth. Chef's kiss, the settings, the clitoral stimulation, and the fact that you could, if you wanted to, use it anally because you have a... like a a handheld part (laughs) at the end that you could like slip your fingers through and pull right out, like boop, pop it right out. So nice grip, nice gripper. I think rabbits are very classic. I think classic is the word. Just 
a sex toy I think we all have and you can really upgrade and level up and kind of zhuzh, get a new one, a refresher if you have kind of an outdated one. Next toy, my favorite, my favorite, air suction. <laughs> Changed the game. Changed the game. I would trade out the wand, rabbit who, rabbit what, what's a rabbit? Air suction, air suction. You're never going to land in the bathtub faucet again. Air suction, air suction. Okay, the two that are my favorite that I've personally used, Womanizer, and then one that is actually like a generic, I think it's a Love Honey brand one, changed my life. I was just finding myself over and over going to this toy and it doing the trick. And I just loved it, loved it, loved it. It's the Love Honey Indulge. Yeah, the Indulge G-Spot and Clitoral Suction Stimulator. I'm looking at it right now. So it has like this long, bulbous, like ribbed or, you know, textured part that internally stimulates and just the way it's angled, almost like a V. Okay. So one part has the hole that has the air suction. Like what a womanizer is, is a handle with the air suction part. And this other toy that I'm telling you about that is air suction, the indulge is that, but instead of just a handle, it boomerangs to this insert that internally stimulates my G-spot and I can't get over it. My eyes are rolling behind my head talking about it because... It does the damn job. So there's two buttons. One of the buttons turns on my air suction. And then when I tap it, it changes the intensity of the suction. (laughs) Crank it, bitch. Crank it. And then the other button that sometimes I don't even turn on. And if I do, usually the lowest setting is vibration. But I don't even need that. Like the air suction has got me all the way home run. And you add it with that vibration. Holy shitballs. I know I'm speaking from my personal opinion. Like I know that there's probably a woman out there that's going to use it and go, well, my favorite toy is actually this. Like I thought that was, that was okay. But I'm just telling you for, for me, for Jordy, it's a, it's a good toy. I love her. I appreciate her. She's died mid use and I've been devastated. Isn't that the worst thing? That is the worst fucking thing. That's happened to me with the Vim wand as well. It's like, Jesus, charge your toys. Everybody after this, I want you to go charge all your toys. If you don't, and this happens to you, you're going to go, God damn it, Jordan told me to. Jordan told me to charge them and I just, my lazy ass, I didn't do it. If you haven't tried air suction, you have to. And if you could only get one toy from me talking about all these toys, and you don't have an air suction, get a fucking air suction, okay? This is coming from a girl who eating me out is not the way to make me come. Like some girls, that is the only way they get off. Like they have to be eaten out. Like he can get me off with his mouth. And my husband is, this is not me just saying this because I wouldn't even bring it up. If it, if he wasn't amazing at it, like I'm not going to bring it up because <laughs> I don't want to talk shit about him is phenomenal, kinky, delicious, dirty, aggressive in all the right ways, wonderful to a concerning level. I'm like, who are you practicing on in the meantime? Because 
or how many did it take to get here? How many women did it take to get to this level? Real toxic thoughts in my mind. The point of that was, is you don't have to be, uh, I can only come from being eaten out so the air suction will be great. Or if I don't care for that, then I probably won't care for the air suction. You will care. You will care. You will love it. And you will go, God bless America. Okay, moving on to the next toy. I think this one is a more niche toy. I think the girlies that love direct stimulation, this one's for you. It's called pinpoint type toys. So it's literal direct stimulation. For the girls that are indirect, this isn't your toy. So they're also multi-useful if you're into like tickling or even nipple stimulation, places where you could get really direct with the intensity and intense sensation then pinpoint stimulation is for you. And I have a really interesting, cool fucking toy to tell you about. And I'm not being paid to say this. They don't even know I exist. Okay. So wish I was getting paid to tell you. I wish I did have a code to give you, but I fucking don't. But I did see a demonstration when I was learning all this info that I'm giving you. And I was like, ooh. So I'll put the link in the episode notes and they should be paying me, but unfortunately they're not. So it's called the Love Ents Hyphy. And here's here's why it's cool. Because it's not just a pinpoint stimulation toy. You can find those where usually it's just like the handle and then the skinny, skinny, skinny tip for its job. This one has its thick, it's like a thicker handle. We'll see why that comes in. And it has three different tips and they're usually like silicone tips and they're cool shapes. One's a ball, one's like a forked tip, and one is like a tongue, like a flicker. So, ooh, yes, I'm intrigued and it gets more interesting. It gets even better. So that other thick side that you're holding onto, that can turn on and vibrate and be a like a dildo of sorts, a G-spot stimulator. It's like five toys in one. It can be insertable. It can turn on and vibrate. And it's got three different tips. So cool. So fucking cool. And it's all controlled by an app. So mommy should email them. Mommy should be like, hey, was there an uptick in sales around this week? Because I think I'm going to take credit for it. I'll be personally honest. I think that I would, I'm intimidated by this type of toy. So maybe I need to pursue and see if this is for me. I, I'm, I'm hesitant for some reason. Maybe I know I like direct stimulation. I just, it seems intense. Okay, let's move on to the next category. Our last category, actually C-shape, C-shaped toys. So again, that's an easy Google search. Love, honey. Type in C-shape, bing, bang, boom, gotcha. But I will clarify in the meantime, these are couples toys. I've actually shown you one in my stories, the Wee Vibe Sync. And let me tell you, I didn't know what I was missing out on. I knew its original purpose or like what it's created for to use with your partner. And that is one side of it going inside of you. It's slender. It's small. It's not big at all. And then, and it's meant to lay against your G spot and stimulate. And then the other part wraps around and is on your clit. And it's very flexible. 
can move these around. One tip is to, when that one part is inside, to like swish and move the top around. Feels really, really good. You don't have to leave it still. The purpose of these toys is to get give clit stimulation while a penis is inside you so that you have a toy that's right there, really easy, hands-free. It's there while you're having sex. The two I'm thinking of that come to mind, uh, both are by WeVibe. So that's the ones I've tried. The Chorus and The Sink. You could go on Love Honey and compare the two. And they fit your body. They like mold your body. Be flexible. You use it connecting to an app. So there is like buttons down there, but it's way easier to use the phone to control it versus like trying to like figure out it down there when it's so close up and in there. You know what I'm saying? You can program it to do what you want. You can use it long distance. You can use it solo. You can do it short distance, but separate if that makes sense. Like it's in her and he is at the dinner table. Freaking controlling it. I know. I know. You could even, since it's flexible, like I said, you can take the C shape and undo it and use it like a bullet. And the coolest technique use that I learned, the girl teaching it was like, I think it's more fun doing the ways that they don't even tell you about. She explained how you can use it as a penis stroker. Like they make toys that are similar to this shape with a handle to use on a man's stick. And you can literally use your WeVibe in so many ways. And as a penis stroker, it's a enhanced, leveled up, delicious hand job. Men, you can use it solo or ladies, you can use it to flex. Because sex toys are your friends. They're your friends. A great addition to the bedroom. A great conversation starter. It, it's a great way to open communication lines. What feels good? What doesn't? How do you like to use this? Does this feel good here? Does this feel good there? What sensations are you experiencing? What's overwhelming? What do you need more of? What do you like? What do you not like? All of these answers lead us to be better, more well-informed lovers. And that is a perk of long-term relationship sex Married sex is really getting to learn your partner, your spouse's body and giving them a mind-blowing orgasm. Once again, I'm going to put all the toys that I mentioned, the links in the episode notes. I will try to make it as clear as possible. I'll be like, wands here, rabbits here, air section here, yada, 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 to make it easy to understand, user-friendly, and hopefully you find something you like, something to add, adds a little spice, adds a little fun, surprise your significant other, or even better, pick out one together, listen together and decide. Or if you're a real zaddy, you'll just get one in each category and say the horny housewife suggested that I do so. Let's do an experiment. Let's play a game. Okay, love you long time. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leaving me a review really, really helps. It's really easy on my Apple Podcast show page. You'll just scroll down to where you see the reviews and you'll click all five stars and you will write a review. If you listen on Spotify, you can leave a rating. Make sure you're following the show and Follow me over on social media as well. Until next time, Freaky Fam. Love you long time.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.